Hey, how's it going? I'm your host, Julian Kelly. You are now tuning in to Marketing Fruit. Today, we're actually doing a special little podcast episode with my man, Matt. Matthew Serrato, one for guy. He's running for mayor campaign, actually. We're, we're here sponsoring a, a golf event. It's a wonderful place to be down at uh, Santa Fe Golf Range, California. Wonderful place. Without further ado, Matt, how you doing today? You know, tell me, tell everybody a little bit about yourself, how you came to be, and you know, what gave you the inspiration to run for mayor. Yeah, good, Julie. Thanks. You. Thank, uh, good to see you again. Great to be here. Um, thanks for setting this up and inviting me on. Yeah, been, well, just kind of short answer to your question, been on the city council for a few years now and just have really loved it, loved the work, loved the chance to you know, work hard to make the community better and, and just love the people we, we deal with as well. So just working work on the policies, uh, working with people, and just love the opportunity to do it and have the chance to make our town a little better. So I figured I'd you know, try to do that at the next level and try to serve the set on an even higher level. Kind of what we're doing and why we're here. Oh, that's pretty awesome. So you, you got started in your campaign. When did you, when did you officially kick off the campaign? Probably right around, we decided around Thanksgiving. Oh, so, Thanksgiving. Close, just getting on close to a year ago, and then we officially declared in January, and the campaign really started to pick up uh, in mid February and March. Mid February and March? Yeah, so we really started to kind of March, I think, was when we really started to pick up. We started to you know, do events then, and we've been going hard since March. There we go. There we go. So, so let for for those who don't know you, because I mean, you know, we're 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 great friends. I mean, meeting meeting at that first city council meeting, talking talking about my previous clients and their and their endeavors in, in tech and things like that. What are what are some of the campaigns you've done? Yeah, you came to us way back when. I remember you, you and uh, and Theo presented. You know, I was kind of struck by what you guys presented and how there was opportunities for partnership, especially with some things I was working on. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. with COVID and all the social distancing requirements have kind of you know put a lot of that to the back burner. But uh, we're still we'll get there once we're able to. Yeah. Again, um, you know, working on projects with kids and technology. So just, again, excited to have that opportunity once we're able to uh, mm-hmm. you know, in the next few years to do it. Okay. Um, hopefully, we can put some things together. Yeah, uh, you know, COVID, COVID is, it's, it's been it's been a drag for a lot of people. I mean, you know, it's a blessing and a curse for, for a lot of business owners, I, I say. But, you know, for some of those that are in the working class, it has, it has been a little toll. And I know that you're, you're doing a, a bunch of things in the city council presently, hopefully, when you, when you become mayor. And then it, within this campaign, I know you're doing a lot of awesome things to, to kind of move the city forward and help out as much as you can. I, you know, I know you're doing a lot of sponsoring restaurants and, and doing a lot of big things in the city. You know, tell me tell me a little bit about it, some of your experiences, some, you know, what to take from it. And, you know, how, how's the city how's the city taken to it? Well, one day we did the Dollar Taco Day at La Casita, which is an old taco, probably the original taco shop in the set. Been there since 1982. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan who owns the thing is he's a great guy, big part of the community, so we partnered with them. He had a dollar taco day promotion and they did twelve hundred tacos that day. So hmm. pretty cool. I delivered about four hundred of them personally. So I was running all over town. Man, that's a that's a very fifty busy day. tacos there, hundred tacos there. That's a very busy day, man. <laughs> People donated, so we were able to give a lot of tacos to the hospital, to the nurses at the hospital, you know, because everything there going through and yeah, those front those front liners. We we definitely gotta give thanks to those. If if it wasn't for the front liners, man, I don't know where it would be. Yeah. You know, the army there they are they are great people, but you know when it comes to what's going on in town, what's going on in house, you know those those front line workers at the hospitals, they're doing a wonderful yeah. job, and you know we definitely gotta give our tip our hats off to those people. 
Now, I know my I know my fans and my listeners are going to probably get on me about this in the comments and stuff, but I did move a little fast and I skipped this part of it. But, you know, it's 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 kind of just because I know I know you a lot. Of, we we've had a couple of conversations, and we you know, we we went out a couple of places and I know you a little bit more. So let let's go ahead and step back a little bit. And let's just tell everybody who Matt Serrato is, you know, before he before he got into politics and stuff like that. And then kind of what influenced you to get into what you're doing now. Yeah, I, mean, I grew up born in San Francisco, grew up in the Bay Area, went to, to play sports all growing up, loved baseball, played baseball, you know, come from a really good family, uh, me, my brother, sister, both of them are you know, doing real well right now, and uh, living good lives, my sister lives in, in San Francisco, my brother actually moved to Wisconsin mm-hmm. um, to take a job, one of the directors of engineering for a big shipbuilding company, mm-hmm. they ships on the Great Lake. Mm-hmm. Grew up in good family, school at Davis, and I went to law school at UCLA, uh, in between that I lived overseas, I, I taught English in Belgium and Argentina, so I went to Belgium really? for six weeks, lived there, lived with a family there, mm-hmm. and then did kind of a small immersion program where I taught English, which kind of came my way, and then I did the same thing in Argentina mm-hmm. uh, for five months, lived mm-hmm. there, I lived with a family, that was a wonderful experience as well. Worked growing up, a number of kind of odd jobs, I worked as a caddy for years, uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, I worked in a sheet metal shop for a little bit, I worked years in a local parks department. Mm-hmm. Cleaning the parks and trimming trees and picking up the tree branches and putting them in the wood chip around the tree tree. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was a fun time. A lot of good work and a lot of, a lot of exposure just to a really broad, broad range of people you know, throughout my life. Mm-hmm. The DA's office, uh, doing all kinds of different assignments. Currently one of the chief deputies. Mm-hmm. Won an award for the best prosecutor in the state. Oh, wow. Rural mid-sized counties. There you go. Uh, a few years ago. I've, I've enjoyed the work. I enjoy the work a lot. I, mean, jobs. I like building stuff. I like being a part of creating buildings. And uh, I just saw the city council as a way, in a lot of ways, to, to do that. Uh, mm-hmm. To really start to be able to build, create, get on the front end. You know, okay. I know you, you being a really creative guy. You know, you're yeah. Creative. yeah, man. Create creativity. That's the name, that's the name of the game. Yeah. You know, again, that, that, that's how we that's how we got our first little meeting and greet together. Yeah, getting getting out in the community is a great great way to be. You know, I'm, I'm I'm happy to hear some of the things that you've done. You know, you're you're an awesome guy. I mean, for those who have bad things to say about the, the law enforcement system, I mean, you know, there, there's always going to be naysayers, there's always going to be people that say you shouldn't be doing things that I said in some of my other episodes, but you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's about making a difference and, and doing your best that you can on a daily basis, and as long as you're trying to keep everything above, pretty much, yeah. and, and, yeah. And, and doing everything yeah, by yeah, the book. You gotta, you know, the process has got to be right, and the result, you know, people can disagree with the result, but it's at the end of the day, you know, you have, um, I don't know, I just think a lot of disputes, it's difficult, because people, when I mean, you see it so much, and you know, they just that criminal cases. You, you mm-hmm. almost look at them like, we're so used to looking at it the way we're constantly putting ourselves in those different shoes. So, you know, for some of the things, of course, now I see you a lot on Facebook, you post on a constant basis. You know, when it comes to working for the DA, you told me some of the times in, in our previous conversation, you got to knock on doors and stuff out there. So that means you're automatically have to have that great personality. You got to have that good charisma because, you know, just, just having a conversation, being able to break that ice in the first 30 seconds to have that conversation you want to have is, is pretty difficult. Was there a practice that you had to do to get yourself comfortable enough to market yourself on a continuous basis to, you know, get yourself through the ranks? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm naturally a very poor marketing. I mean, it's not a skill I have. I mean, you know, talking about myself, promoting myself is something that's difficult for me and something I'm comfortable with. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a little camera shy. I'm a little, you know, I don't like to kind of put myself out there like that. So it's, it just doesn't come naturally. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's something I, that I'm kind of uncomfortable with. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, this is the work I want to do. Mm-hmm. And if you want to do this work, you, know, you have to do it. You have to. So, and in a way, it's kind of a price to pay, in my view, for the right to do the work with your fault. Mm-hmm. 
So in terms of marketing, I think you know it's, it's hard. I think politicians market themselves in different ways. Mm-hmm. And some people, you know, you have a really strong political view one time. You're a, you know, you're kind of a stereotype of populist or a bomb thrower. You know, somebody just you know wants to come in and stir stuff up. You know, wow, you got a baby people like that. How's it going? How's it going? Uh, you know, there's other people who are more, you know, calm things down, more middle of the road. I think our calls are more and more getting, getting divisive, right? So it's, mm-hmm. you, you want somebody on your team who's a hard fighter for your team who's going to be nationally in the state level, right? Who mm-hmm. uh, is going to feel pain on the other side. Oh. <laughs> That's a big desire as part of the basis of both parties. You know, they want somebody who's going to fight for this, them. This, this, yeah, that, that politic, it, it gets dirty. So we definitely don't want to have dirty politics going. But, you know, it, it does it does kind of show, you know, how, how marketing is, is, is relayed in, in real life. You know, some people market themselves trying to say that they're always better than competition. You know, there's always humble competition. You know, there, there's different ways that, you know, even, even being humble, you can still have a little bit of tenacity to you by just showing, you know, that you get up every day at 5 o'clock in the morning. You go, you do your work, you're not home until six, and then even when you get home, you may put in a couple of extra hours to do your hobby or to do some other of those things, but you're not going out, you're not flaunting and saying, hey, look, I, I spent this many hours, I spent 10 hours yesterday, you know, folding clothes. Yeah. You know, even if it's something small, you know, you're, you're, you you want to go out there and you just got to talk about what you're doing. Some of those people, you know, they don't they don't make it to fruition, and usually when you go out there and you, and you speak about it too much, and it doesn't happen for you, you have a lot of people to answer to. You know, so it's always good to be humble and just kind of show people what you have going on and say, you know, look, you know, yes, I, I, I may do do something as little as false clothes, I may be in politics, I may do anything like like marketing consulting as myself, but I don't need to tell you about it. If you want to, if you want to know a little bit more about it, give me a call, you know, I'll, I'll, give you, I'll answer any questions you have. But other than that, you know, I'm, I'm, trying to make, I'm trying to stay focused, stay on what I got going on, because if I tell you something and it doesn't happen, then I'm going to be looking like, you know, I'm a liar. I don't want to present myself as a liar. Because when you mark yourself as a person who lies all the time, then nobody wants to do business with you. So it's always good to stay humble, stay focused, stay on track, and just get things done. So when it when it comes when we come when we bring all that stuff back to fruition and we bring it back to how we apply that to your campaign, what are some of the special things you've done? Have you done any type of paid ads? You know, I know you're sponsoring a lot, so that's one of the big things. Now when you're marketing or when your campaign's talking about how you're gonna spread that message, what are some of the what are some of the things you guys talked about? You know, is it just a big Facebook push? Have you guys talked about doing it through Instagram? You guys talk about any paid advertisement? Yeah. Yeah, What's no, it's, it's everything. I mean, you, you got to do everything. You yeah. have to put, I mean, the challenge at the at state and national level, it's, there's enough exposure so voters tend to know you more, mm-hmm. and especially at the national level, right? Everybody's got a reputation, and you got party affiliated. Mm-hmm. So you're fighting over a limited pool of voters, you're trying to get your face out, and it's all about sort of it, 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 the broadest way possible, you know, defining yourself and defining the opposition, right? And that's where negative campaigning comes in so much. Mm-hmm. The local level is very different. The local level is nonpartisan, mm-hmm. so nobody runs in, in, in affiliation with any party. Mm-hmm. So you don't have that sort of ready-made sort of you know base to click into. And enemies also on the other side that, that have to you know navigate with as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so for us, it's just getting the word out as much as possible at the, at the local level. But I ran for council one, you know, as well. It's pretty much someone who's unknown to the town. Mayor is just somebody who needs to become more known, you know, to do it. So the biggest push is just making yourself known. That's the biggest push at this level. You know, mm-hmm. a town of 87,000 people. You know, you small enough so you know quite a few people, but you're going to have 30-something thousand registered voters, probably 20 to 25,000 vote in November. Um, and the challenge is just making yourself known 
and defining yourself as best as possible to people. And you're going to do that in every way possible. You're going to put you know, yard, get yard signs up all the time. Doing Facebook, spending a ton of time on Facebook, posting constantly. Uh, I need to do better on Instagram. I'm not good on Instagram. Mm -hmm. uh, but I want to do all, all that stuff myself, right? It's genuine, it's organic, it's personal, it's from me. So I just, I, I've had much more success with Facebook. It's much more politically oriented. And Instagram, Instagram, a lot. You know, it's not so much for politics. Mm -hmm. Politics go better on Facebook. Yeah, I know. I know you kill it on LinkedIn. Yeah, LinkedIn, man. That that's that's where all the good professionals are. Man, if you ever get a chance and, and you want to expand, you know, Instagram, it is it is great for for showing a lot of people your lifestyle. But when you want to get to all those business professionals and you're trying to go out there and go spread a spread a good business message, you get on LinkedIn, man. It's 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 astronomical, and the and the feedback that I get, you know, because I, I use LinkedIn to, to spread my messages sometimes too, and the, the feedback I, I get is astronomical, man. It's ridiculous. So you know, and I'm I'm talking like one one every four person will, will reply. I mean, I have about sixteen thousand people, so over time, I'm sure it'll it'll average itself out to you know one in three. Um, and you gotta you gotta make sure you sift through the rest of those people. But uh, yeah, you get a very good feedback from a lot of those, a lot of those people. It's very organic. A lot of the people actually genuinely want to help you out. And, yeah, it's great. Yeah, Majority of the time, it's about being consistent, right? I mean, you know, you've been able to build yourself, like you said, that that organic reach. I mean, you know, from from some of the from from a lot of the research I've done, from a lot of people I speak with, they they say that if you if you're not consistent, you're gonna fall behind the wayside. So I, I see, you know, again, I'm always getting alerts when you're when you're posting this, you know. Every day, once a day, you know, same time, every day at least once, you know, I mean, you got a couple of sporadic ones that go out, you know, when you have something going on. So one, how, did you, how do you stay consistent? And then is that something that social media people have told you to do? Or is that something you kind of just knew off the bat, like, hey, you know, I know consistency is key. If I, if I do this on a consistent basis, there's going to be more people that look at me. There's going to be more, more people that engage me on a consistent basis. And it's just going to be overall better for what I'm doing. But my, we all sat down at the beginning of the campaign, and my initial gut was, you know, we need to post a few times a week. And they said, no, you got to do more. You, know, you got to do better. You got to probably post close to every day. Mm -hmm. We had, there were some variants. I mean, one guy says post a few times every day. But then the kind of the consensus was, you know, pretty much every day you should be posting something. And you need good content. You need engaging content. You have to be positive. You have to be constructive, which we try to do. And we try to present issues as they are. We try to explain things. But yeah, generally every day, I think. You know, and it's, uh, there's, there's a lot of things you, you, you start, you just on Facebook, for example. You know, you post in different groups. You, there's a couple of groups which have quite a few people in the broad reach. We're set center group, there's a downtown group, set neighborhood watch, some other one. So you can post in there, and then, you know, you post in there, you just you reach people that way and engage people that you wouldn't have otherwise done. People who live in the set. So there's just, there's a lot of different little tools you can do that way. We put ad money a lot of times behind certain posts. Mm -hmm. So that sends the posts out to other people in the area mm -hmm. who wouldn't have otherwise seen it. Hmm. Seen it. That's just a way to kind of engage people who are new to us, new to our campaign, and then at that point, once they, you know, engage back, mm -hmm. either by them liking the post or by commenting and kind of talking back and forth, then you can you know, share ideas with them that way. Yeah. And then at that point, you know, you can, you can bring them into your page, you can bring them into your friend circle, and then have, you know, more dialogue that way. So there's that mutual, you know, they can tell you what they need as a constituent, and you can tell them what you're about. Yeah. And the cool thing about um, a lot of these social media pages, for those who don't know, you, when, when somebody else comments on your post, it puts it on their wall for all their friends to see it. So if they got about a thousand people that, that's on their friends list, you know, you always want to be aware of that 10% rule. But even if they have, you know, let's say a thousand people on their friends list, a hundred of those people may see that they commented on your post and be like, oh, well, they commented on it. And then, you know, a couple of those people may click on it and see what you got going on, follow follow your movement, and then, you know, you gain yourself a new position. 
that's 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 a that's a pretty awesome thing. And uh, you, you got. I think it's about being authentic too. I mean, it's got to me. It's got to come from me. I do everything personally. So for for those who who would want to follow in your footsteps one day, for the, for that younger generation who's who's aspiring to be a politician one day, what would you say your advice is for their first step and then maybe a couple of steps in? You know, should they start in city council? Would they? Would you advise you know going straight to mayor or how how would they how would they get to where they where they should? Yeah, I mean, it depends on how far along you are and what age you are. I think biggest thing is just to get involved at some point and you know, getting community involved is the key. And getting community involved as young as possible uh, is is the key as well. You know, I started kind of what built it for me was certainly I was doing fundraiser basketball tournaments for a while mm-hmm. in this town and met a lot of people that way. You know, had a chance to organize events, uh, be a leader in that regard. So just something as simple as that, organizing events, just getting out of the community and finding out that you know to represent people, you have a lot of different people with different perspectives. And at the mm-hmm. city level, you have to represent everybody. And a lot of people have very different perspectives. So just getting to know them, getting to know what their concerns are, that's a big thing as well. Um, I think a lot of politicians fail where they just take their own kind of narrow views or ideology and sort of try to impose those on people. Uh, it works best when it's a two-way street. Represent people by you know understanding what they want and need, but then it comes to you and it's you know then it's, it's filtered, it's edited out. Those things that are you know maybe aren't the best for the city are taken out, and then you take what everybody brings to you and then package it into an achievable platform. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, yeah, ideally how it works. But I think, but again, back to the point, um, just getting involved is the biggest thing, depending on how, how far along you are, you know, what's the easiest way for you to get involved. If you're younger, there's certain ways. If you're older, there's other ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just really get involved in the community and start building it that way. At the local level, it's just, I mean, it's, it, you got to know people, right? People got to know you. People want to know you. best way to get a vote is just to, to have that relationship with somebody. So at the local level, it's just forming, forging relationships, doing positive things in the community. People will see it, and then just building on and on. Getting a city board or commission that gives you a good uh, knowledge of what's going on inside the city. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Sure. What What are some What are some of the events that you have coming up that people can follow? Um, I'm sure everybody can can search you up, Matthew Serrato on uh, on Facebook and some of the other social media. Probably Google you and find you everywhere. Yeah. And you know, see some of the awesome things that you got going on. So, what after this next golf event? What would you say you think of your campaign? We got the last couple weeks of the campaign. We got two really good events coming up. We have. Uh, our Loftville area, Loftville Fair and Park area cleanup. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that's October third, eight in the morning. So we're going to show up. We got some guys. Who, we got a lot of big trucks. We're going to bring them in to haul off a lot of the. There's a lot of issues out there with you know dump mattresses or furniture or this sort of things. Big items. It's a common complaint we hear. You know, we talk to people in the neighborhood. Just picking all those up. We're going to bring a bunch of trucks in, bring a bunch of people, and we're going to do a little neighborhood cleanup. It's October 3rd, 8 in the morning, and then on October 11th, we're going to throw a fundraiser, probably our last big fundraiser for a, a former Merced, current UC Merced police officer who has cancer. So he's fighting cancer right now. He's, he's off work. His income is, is pretty limited. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do a little fundraiser for him. Oh, that's awesome. Sweet potato. Woo, that sounds good. I might have to come and get a couple plates. So uh, we're excited to do that. We'll bring a, you know, we've done a bunch of these already. We did a handful for me, and then... We did a community pancake breakfast where we gave away pancakes for free. Mm-hmm. And then we did a community uh, barbecue with, with chicken, hamburgers, and hot dogs. We gave away probably 1,500 plus meals. Yeah, there we go. we got to get my parents out here to one of the events. R&D's barbecue, everybody, just in case you don't know, <laughs> now you know. But yeah, um, that, that, that's great. You know, everybody, you know, again, the name of the game, you know, if you're, if you're getting into politics, you got to go out there, you got to be seen, you got to let everybody know who you are, what you want to do, what your values are, you know, what you like, and, you know, 
people will people will get behind you as long as you have a positive message and you're trying to do something great for the community. There's going to be always somebody that wants to be part of it. But you know, again, consistency is key. You're always going to be marketing yourself at the end of the day. So just make sure you're a humble person. You, you stay personable. You let that work show for you. You don't let yourself talk for you because at the end of the day, sometimes things may not go the way you want it, and you don't want a lot of people looking at you like you don't know how to complete what you have to do. So everybody, thank you very much. Matt, thank you. It was a pleasure to speak with you again. Hey, and uh, you know, let's go have some fun at the golf course. Yeah.